Hi everyone, I'm Daniela and you're listening to the Mellow Moment Podcast. In today's episode, I talked to Allison Albert Ward from Prep Crew and Vitacat about sustainability in the cat food industry. If you want to hear tips and tricks on picking the right food for your kitty and tend to feel overwhelmed by all of the choices at the grocery or pet store, listen to Allison's amazing discussion about the environmental damage that mainstream cat food causes, the necessity of cat supplements, and aspects to consider when buying new food. Hey everyone, I'm Daniela from Mella Pet Care, and today I'm joined by a very special repeat guest. Uh, those of you who have been listening since the beginning probably recognize her, but this is Allison Albert Ward, and she is back today to talk about uh, the pet food industry and really dive deep into the environmental effects and some other really fun things. So, Allison, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here again. Yeah, it's great to have you back. And so would you like to maybe just reintroduce yourself for the listeners, maybe those of you who were not able to listen to the previous episode who should definitely check it out and just give them a little bit of your background? Yeah, so we I'm with Pet Crew and Pet Crew started off as a pet costume company and we've grown that leaps and bounds. But since then, um, we've expanded into pet food and pet novelty treats like advent calendars and, um, but most importantly, wet cat food. And so that's what we're here to talk about today is, um, sustainable cat food and how can you be a better steward of the environment and what to look for when you're looking at pet cat food labels. Yeah, I think this is a great topic. I mean, I know that when you go to anything, whether that's a grocery store, a um, pet store, there's just an overwhelming number of choices. And if you just adopted an animal, or even if you're a seasoned pet parent, you may not have any clue how to start. And so for those who maybe don't really know that much about pet food and just pick out the first item they see on the shelf and go, that's for cats, that's for dogs. Okay, good enough. How does the pet food industry really impact the environment and how can specifically the production of wet cat food harm the environment? Yeah. So to back it up as a consumer, our generation, millennials are looking at um, 70% of millennials say that they care about making a, a choice in their purchases based off of the sustainability of the product. And Gen Z, it's even larger. It's 90%. And so we actively are looking to make our planet better or do the least harm to our planet. So just to start off, when you're walking into a grocery store and you're looking at that row of cat food, although there is a shortage right now, so you might see some blank shelves, but imagine when it was filled with cat food and you have all your different sources of, um, you have your fancy feasts, you have your friskies. And when you're looking at that giant wall of canned cat food, 31% of that cat food has uh, non-sustainable practices and 31% contain endangered species DNA primarily shark DNA from overfishing, trawling of byproducts, and they just fill it because it's cheap cat food without going the extra mile to ensure that they're not overfishing. So that's just a startling statistic to begin with. And so that's really where as a consumer, when you just think about that, that odds are one out of every three cans that you're about to pick up, you're gonna feed your cat an endangered species. That's pretty terrible for our generation. Um, And so, 
this is what really that fact really stuck with me and i was shocked when i heard that and i thought there has to be a better solution out there and there are many labels coming out saying like hey we are sustainable but you can't you can put that on there but what does that really mean so when you're looking at certain labels you want to make sure that things are highlighted like if it's tuna only tuna can be dolphin safe and so what that means is that when you're fishing for tuna you're not also overfishing dolphin and so you also want to see on there do they make claims of no trawling and trawling is for those of you we're from south louisiana so we know the word down here pretty well but it's when it's a method in which boats pull massive nets behind them in water and they pull in more than just shrimps and tuna they catch everything in its path so that's your sea turtles um you're going to have seabirds and this is also where a lot of the endangered shark dna comes in so when you can when you hear the expression of throwing a wide net it's literally they're throwing a wide net and catching everything and processing it and putting it in your cat food so big risks of your probably feeding your cat endangered uh, species DNA is if you're buying something that says ocean fish. Well, uh, under FDA guidelines, ocean fish is fine because that is ocean fish and anything you catch is ocean fish. Endangered shark DNA is ocean fish. And so that's one of the big red flags if you're buying it is to avoid labels that say something like that. Yeah, that's definitely fascinating because I know a lot of people kind of also choose their cat food based on the flavor, just kind of for fun. You know, they'll go, oh, ocean fish. That sounds awesome. I bet my cat would love that. And then you don't actually think about, wait, where did that come from? <laughs> like, you know, what makes that flavored like ocean fish? Yeah. And so and the other thing to think about is when you are buying um, uh, cat food in particular, I'm not talking about dog food today, just cat food, because mm -hmm. that's what we are launching a Salty Cat, um, a sustainable brand. Um, but when you're looking at that, it's kind of the overall cat food market. It's estimated that it's around 25 to 30% of the entire mental, environmental impact of the domestic meat consumption. That's crazy. And it's because cats have a 100% carnivorous diet. Whereas dogs can have mixed things in their food, cats have to have 100% pure proteins. That's, yeah, also another really interesting thing to think about. And so then since you're launching this really awesome uh, new cat food line, you know, how does sustainable cat food then differ from the mainstream cat food you might find like friskies or some of the other stuff? Yeah. And so, I mean, there are ma massive like national and international labels that do have endangered species DNA. Fancy Feast is one of them. They're the, they're one of the worst and they're working on cleaning that up right now. Um, but when you're looking at our label, Salty Cat label, um, the, the nutrients um, under AFCO, they're going to be the same. So your cat, whether or not your cat's eating a sustainable uh, source diet or not, the cat will be just fine. But for us, we, we're coming from a human grade uh, seafood manufacturing plant. So we have every fish we know down to the boat and the fishermen that caught the fish. And so that's a really big deal when you're looking at it that way, where it's not, we're not trawling. Everything is dolphin safe. We're not overfishing certain stocks, which have increased in um, the overfishing population uh, globally. Uh, hold on, I have one statistic here. Um, the number of overfished stocks globally tri has tripled in half a century. And today fully one third of the world's assessed fisheries are currently pushed beyond their biological limits. So when you're looking to buy, you really should be buying something that you're not overfishing those waters for. Yeah, that's definitely something to think about. And, you know, obviously 
people listening should purchase Salty Cat. I think that's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. Um, But like, let's say, you know, somebody walks into Whole Foods or um, their favorite pet store and there's no Salty Cat. Let's just say, let's just say, what should people really then look for when shopping for cat food to really check and make sure that these companies are following sustainable practices? So one of the certifications that most labels will have on if they are following sustainable practices and not just saying it on a label is it'll be, it'll look like a little blue fish and it says MSC in it. And so like Mrs. Paul for the human variety, Mrs. Paul does all the fish sticks and everything. Um, She, that company now has everything is MSC certified. So they're not overfishing their fish. Um, And that's a big point. That's if you have that little certification on the can, because there's not a lot of labeling room when you're looking at cat food cans. So if you can see that little blue fish that says MSC in it, then you know that that certification is going further and that you are getting sustainable cat food. That would be your first one. And then if it says on the label, you know, dolphin safe, um, no trawling, uh, no byproducts, then you know that that company is taking the effort to not overfish and, um, use endangered species DNA. Those are the main ones are pull caught. Like if you go to, you're walking in a grocery store, um, like Whole Foods was your example, and you pick up a can of tuna, right now you're going to see on that can of tuna, all the no, 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 no's on it of, we're not doing any of these poor practices. Um, it'll pretty much say the same thing for cat food. That's awesome. No, I think that's great, especially because, you know, we discussed how overwhelming it could be to walk into a grocery store or a pet store and see all of those options. And so, you know, such a simple trick, like just look for the little icon, um, hopefully is going to help out a lot for, especially for pet parents who are listening. Um, And so kind of continuing on this topic of cat food, I heard a lot of people discuss Uh, supplements for their cats you know does my cat really need that or you know is this more odd science Um, and so in your opinion you know does your cat actually need supplements so um part of our sustainable train that we started down was and and feline wellness in addition to salty cat is vita cat so if you go to vitacat.com you can check out our products on there and we found that some cat food while it meets AFCO, it's AFCO is a standard for like maintaining your cat's wellness. But uh, if you want to improve your cat's wellness in certain areas, natural supplements can help. So I'll use a personal example. My cat is a senior cat. His name's Mo and he's 10 years old. And so as cats age, a lot of them have renal failure and that's how they go out really quickly. And so when we got his blood drawn and his, uh, all his lab work done this year, um, we noticed his kidneys were elevated. So we started giving him the VitaCat kidney and urinary supplement once a day. It was a chew. I just put it in with his food and he ate it. Three months later, we went and got the test done on his renals again, totally normalized. And his fur changed. He was really just frisky all over again and looked younger. And so the some of those active ingredients in these natural chews, you're not going to find in food. You can go to a vet and get special um, food uh, that's kidney based, but you aren't necessarily going to have your cat eat that food. But if you crumble up a little kidney supplement into their wet food and mix it up, they will get those added nutrients and they do help normalize uh, certain feline functions. Um, The other one that you can see more like dog food starting to do this trend where they're adding glucosamine and chondroitin into it to help with hip and joints. Cat food isn't there yet. And so we offer very specific cat formulated hip and joint supplements on Vindicat. 
Um, and then the multivitamin has helped with digestive issues for many cats who are, it goes above and beyond with pre and probiotics that you won't find in food. So while it's not necessary to maintain health, it will create a healthier, it should create a healthier cat in our experience. That's awesome. I really do just love what you guys are doing. I mean, you know, because dog foods uh, have some of those additives and cat food is like a little further behind that. I just love that you're bringing that up to speed. I think, you know, cats definitely deserve the best health that they can get. Uh, and so now actually we're at the perfect time to um, answer the Mela signature question. Now I know that you have already answered this question, uh, but I think it's super fun because this episode was just so widely different from the last conversation that we had. So I'd love to ask it again and just kind of get a different perspective on it and just, you know, keep that ball rolling with this question. <laughs> and so uh, what does pet health and wellness mean to you in today's day and age? So this has been an evolving question, right? And so for me, it still is being, uh, what can we best provide to our pets? And how does that impact our world around us? And so to me, it's making sure that my pet's health and wellness is aligning with my own personal values of uh, environmental causes and keeping in touch with making our planet better. And I think we can do both together. Absolutely. I think it's possible to do everything. <laughs> Save as many pets as possible and make sure they live the happiest, healthiest lives. And so, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this has been an amazing chat. And unfortunately, we are wrapping up, but I know that uh, I am very interested in what you're doing. I know so many listeners are probably like, whoa, I want to purchase a lot of Salty Cat. Uh, you know, I want to stay involved with what you guys are doing. And so for listeners who are out there, how can they keep up to date with what you're up to? So we are launching, we're rolling out 8,000 stores, our Salty Cat label, starting in November this year. And we're starting it at a price point for the masses. So we're going into Dollar Tree because you can be sustainable and you can be affordable. And so check us out at Dollar Tree. We're really excited to be partnering with them on our launch. And it's a big deal to have affordable, sustainable cat food. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for bringing accessibility to everybody and making yeah. sure that everyone can um, feed their cat the most sustainable food. Um, well, Allison, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a great chat. Hey, thank you. Thank you all for listening and make sure to check out the show notes for all links to everything mentioned in this episode head over to www.mela.ai to learn more about what's happening over here at Mela Pet Care and for more ways to keep your pet healthy and happy. And finally, come back next week to hear Dr. David Hayworth talk about current cancer treatments for pets.